Hi, Hello. Mister. Hi, Sister. Welcome to Mister Sister in the city. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi. Week six. Wow. Where does Week the six. time go? It just flies by. Okay, six. Six pence, none the richer. Uh, six pack abs. Um, six pack of beer. Six pack of beer. Uh, uh, six. Six, six, six. Uh oh, the uh-oh. double. One, two, three, four, five, six. Pick up sticks. Ooh, the sixth sense. I oh, see dead people. <laughs> the land before time. Six. Oh, that movie's so sad. Oh. You really brought it down. <laughs> I was just, I was just joking because remember the land before time? Like there kept being so many sequels that it got really crazy. How dare they? Yeah, are there any take advantage of children and adults alike? <laughs> Branding. Littlefoot, Petrie. Remember, we had a bird Petrie. Sarah, Triceratop. That's cool. That's um really clever on the creator's part. Such a sad movie. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so what's new with you? What's going on? Tell me about your life. Um. Well, I guess Labor Day happened, and I was in Santa Monica a lot. What was mm. What was last weekend? What was the date? even the date um I really have to look back in the calendar but I know that you're asking about doing an activity outdoors and you told me you didn't go outdoors but you went to hibachi which is for those of you don't know it's like Benihana when they're live yeah we were going to go to Benihana but it was (laughs) it was like permanently closed on Beverly Hills so we were like let's go to Benihana yay we got all dressed and made reservations then it was like permanently closed so we found do you think something went down there maybe somebody somebody got hibachi'd yeah maybe that's (laughs) maybe but this other place we went they have it on the table um the Mm. grill on the table and the person came over and was like uh, I was like, so how does this work? So you order things and then you grill it. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. We Yourself? Yeah. I was like, we can't do that. Um, and he agreed. He was like, no, 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 we don't, we don't do that. So she pointed oh. us the part of the menu where it was, it was already going to be made coming out of the kitchen. Like we didn't have to grill it. And um, so we just ordered like appetizers and, and salads and things that were already made. And the guy came running over and tried to put on the grill. And I went, huh? stop we're not using it <laughs> wait I'm confused okay so like you as a customer uh, an attendee customer would have had to grill it yourself or is it more of like a fondue like no no you take meat and you put it in hot water kind of thing no no you're grilling it it's on a grill. grill yourself it's a grill actually Johnny was doing that on his Instagram yesterday oh. coincidentally oh. I was like oh I guess he did it. So I, I mean, yeah, um, it's just like, a, what's the name of the place? Uh, How can I see this? Gayu Kaku. So it's G-A-Y-U hyphen K-A-K-U. Yeah. And it's Gayu Kaku. Yeah. And they, oh, we have one in Toronto. Yeah. I don't, I don't recommend mm. it. I, we actually both really didn't like it. Um, oh, I see. I see that like a small grill, like not like a hibachi grill. So it's like the whole surface of the table. No, but it was like, it wasn't it wasn't desirable just like the and and I guess you would have to have it on there for like two minutes or something it's kind of like we wanted to watch the show you wanted a show yeah I wanted like the spatula like him to pick it up and to like fling it into one of our mouths or like yeah or like into his mouth or like spin around and catch it I didn't want to be like grilling something I mean I would have 
walked down the end of the strip of my uh, complex and went to the barbecue if I really wanted I to mean, grill something. I mean, I don't like the idea of somebody flinging food in. I feel like it would get lodged in there. There would be a situation. I don't like it either, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like I did, And then, not that that, <laughs> that night wasn't scary enough, we went to the Grove and saw the nun. Um, oh. It was so fun. We got a full bag of popcorn and glassette mm. raisins or raisinettes. I love those. And poured them into the thing. And then I like shuffled mm. them into it. And those um, are my favorite. he said that he didn't get any of the glassette raisins. Oh. I was eating like you ate them all. handfuls of them. So I felt bad because I didn't realize. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny too. But the movie was really fun. It's uh, Taisa Farmiga, Sophia Farmiga's younger sister, mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. an American horror story. I actually saw her on Broadway yeah. too. Wasn't um, She was okay on Broadway. I liked her on Broadway. No one else in my class did. So I always pretended. Interesting. Like, yeah, I thought she was oh. fun though. Um, and I yeah. loved her because of American Horror Story. Um, I thought the movie was really fun. I like. Was it like one of those things where, like, suddenly, like the uh, like the creature, the horror creature, like <laughs> suddenly, like like does that like scary like oh fast like their movie. back is almost breaking but yeah fast like their bones are like disjointing and like suddenly they appear really quickly at the screen and they're like ah like do you like a shrill scream or like what's the premise oh like, i don't like know when it. the person's like walking on their back almost like an exorcism that's what the movie is no is that what it's about no i was trying to help uh make your vision come to um so so in the movies the conjuring one and two so there's the amityville horror which is like one of my favorite mysteries so vera farmiga and patrick wilson play the two psychics that um in the real life thing like used to go and test paranormal activity and um i saw conjuring one i saw conjuring two and i know there's a doll named annabelle who's in one of the houses and then they make a movie about that spin off I don't think I saw that. And then I guess... Again, how dare they? And then in the one of the movies, too, they show a nun, like, swooping by. And I guess they're like, oh. oh, let's delve into this and make a sequel about it. Like, where does this nun come from? So the nun comes from Romania. There's a mansion oh. castle from way back in the day. And there's, like, a, it's a convent now. And it's, it's just, like... Su- but it's set in 1950, which was confusing because they they make it seem like it's in like the 1800s no one has the same accent in this convent um i don't know why they couldn't get their shit together there's like one that's like oh lawyer shouldn't have come and there's another one who's like what are you doing here and i'm like well could they not like <laughs> cast you know what i think the same accent? Should, or what they there's should do like, in guy. these situations they should like seriously like give the audience more credit and they should do subtitles for like a more authentic moment. I agree. Like it drives me crazy when too. it's like all Russian people speaking to each other in the same accent. Yeah. English though. They're all speaking like unless there's good reason for me to believe that they're speaking English to someone. Yeah. If they're speaking amongst themselves, I don't think so. No, they're like and in a I know that Romanian that town. Like right. Let's just no all friggin' way. Speak, they're like, oh, we don't go to the convent. I'm like, uh, no one understands you because no one probably speaks English there. Yeah. Why does 1952 look like the 1800s? But then mm. um, who I went to the movie with. Like maybe in Romania. Yeah. But then what, <laughs> who, who I went to the movie with was like, um, was like, oh, I thought it seemed contemporary. Like uh, this year. I was like, what? <laughs> 
Mm. Yeah, there's lots of feelings. Well, and then there was um, a comic relief <laughs> character who, and I was like, uh, from the beginning, oh, like I was like, a, why isn't he speaking? A jester? Yeah, why is he oh. speaking English? <laughs> and he, he was like a groundskeeper farmer, um, oh. but he was from Quebec. What? I'm imagining like Quasimodo. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the guy from the movie, like the loser or jerk or whatever it's called. Oh, Adam Biggs? Uh, oh, no. Loser. Jason Biggs. Oh, Jason Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody else. I can't think of what it's called. He was like supposed to be a teenager, but he definitely was like 35. <laughs> Anyways, like, I don't remember like what it was Maggie called. Maggie Grace and Taken. How she's like a high school student, but she's like right. 30. <laughs> she's right. like, Did you see the dinner, by the way? No. With Jessica Beale? No, but last night I started watching Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've only season seen, one. Yeah, the first episode. <laughs> You've never no. seen it. No, it was like the hottest show like ten years ago. I know, but that's when I was back in Toronto and I was dating someone who didn't like to watch TV. TV. So that like yeah, really like fucked so up odd. a lot of things for me. <laughs> yeah, like it fucked it up my really social did. media. Okay, well, you know what? Oh, uh, no, pono. I forgive. I forget. Let's move on. Um. Let's forget um, it. I think, though, that you're lucky that you get to start, like, all of these TV adventures all over. I know. Like, yeah, because it was so good. I love it. Like, Blair and I are still watching Homeland? It, and I love it's it. It's so good. I yeah. love Claire Danes. Um, and yeah, I won't say anything so else good. in case, like, anything. I like, think you... everybody knows what happened. No, no, in case you accidentally reveal something to me. I'm not worried about revealing oh. anything to anybody because, yeah, everyone in the world has seen the show except for us. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um, um right okay um but okay so romania she's a nun why do you think they didn't release it closer to halloween, uh, halloween they'll have though. too much competition they probably don't stand a chance i mean reveal it now really really deep into the fall what else is coming out there's lots of good movies out there searching there's peppermint there's... did you see that no but i really want to we saw it which searching yeah. What did you think? You don't look impressed. Well, I had really high hopes. Because they advertised it on My Favorite Murder? Not only that, but, like, prior to that, Four it was and a, half um, stars. a trailer. Yeah, but I'm, like, I don't know if I feel like um, I am a more, like, like, I am a more intelligent, like, viewer, uh, watcher of, yes, I feel like. Oh, so you knew I what was going like on. Give, Especially since we listened to that. so many murders. It's just that I was rolling my eyes a little. And, like, some of the acting. Okay, like, one thing I will say, like, you know that the whole concept of it is that, like, it's all done through different forms of medias. So, oh, like, the whole that. time, like, it's all filmed, like, us right now looking at each other on FaceTime. It's, like, live, like, um, footage from, um, like, from the news um, so it's, it's not actually like, like a narrative like where they're actually going through like cinematically right it's like not being captured like from another point of view like it's an all like first point of view it's not like an ominous like over art like an over you know what i mean like the narrator view. yeah, yeah. exactly it's not i like, don't like that why do we're they think there that was necessary see. do they think this is like a new form of film that people are going well, to I've seen it before like Claire and I went to see a movie last Halloween-ish maybe that's not true but it was called Unfriended and it was also all from the point of view of like an iPhone 
And, like, you could see, like, the creature creeping up or the person in the back and then killing them. That's scary. And then I also saw an episode of Modern Family. Like, it was super clever. It was actually the first time I saw it was on Modern Family. And I thought it was great for half an hour. But eventually, like, you want to come out of it. And this is, like, an hour and a half. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm tired of this at this point. Plus, Deborah Messing is in it. And, like, I, like... I, that was what was really tripping me up, I will say. And I, it's not that I don't like her. It's She's something just, really weird She doesn't register well in movies. She did well in Will and Grace when she was young. And along came Polly. Right, that's the other one. <laughs> other than that, she doesn't really work in anything. Yeah, and I think it's like I, the I work feel that like she's had they're trying to what? cast her in roles that are not appropriate for her. In what capacity? I don't know. Like saying that, I'm like, what is her? What? What? What is, is she? she supposed to be in? Because like um, I've seen her I have the answer. as like nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I like her, so I'm confused. Like I don't know how I'd like to see her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, Deborah, if you're listening, please come on our show. <laughs> please tell us how you feel about okay, Sex no, and the this City. Was... <laughs> and us. This is what I was trying to tell you before. Um, you know how, like, you and your friends like to call restaurants sometimes, and you like to, like, leave a fake name? Oh, like... one of the names was almost one of the names from the episode, Michael Singer. I use Michael Dancer. <laughs> oh shit i think i forgot the name that i thought of that would oh, be really I'm funny sorry because i said oh, that no that i make it's you... gone all oh. i know is it starts with mademoiselle or madame oh <laughs> what I, was it i didn't expect that madam oh, no. um madam deborah madam Messi. no it's like a famous no, Madame Tussaud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to talk about Madame Tussauds for a second. Like all the theories that like there's some of them that are alive. Remember you yeah. told me about all of those, like Hitler. <sighs> yeah, can that's you... one of the ones that they said that the hair, hair grows grow and they had to keep cutting it. Can you tell us more of the weird ones? This is the one in London. Um, what else? I, I tried to don't Google remember. that, by the way, and I could never find any. So I, well, it was told to me verbally it. before the internet existed. By who? <laughs> by who? By the tour guide. Of Madame Tussauds? Which seems funny because I don't think that you, like, have to get a tour guide by any means. <laughs> but for some reason, I, like, have a distinct memory of someone leading me around it and get, <laughs> telling me facts. So, like, that was one of them. Um, uh, oh, wait. maybe another one was, like, the Madame Tussauds. There's, like, a little tiny shriveled woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like near the end I feel like they have historical people like because yeah. you know like when you go in they'll have like Giselle Bündchen David Beckham uh again this was like a decade ago that I went to see this so, so it would it be was, like, like people of the time Beckham, yeah Angelina and I was in London Jolie. yeah so like as time goes on they kind of like gear it towards like okay. who's popular the one of Robin Williams looks so much like <gasps> him Oh, Can I tell no. you something? Can I tell you something? Why do you know? Oh, because you Googled this. No, no, because I walked past it in Times You're... Square like a year ago, and I was like, <gasps> oh, oh, right. Um, so, too soon. Um, so, you know how Robin Williams was really good friends with uh, Coco the monkey? Billy Crystal. Oh. No, with Coco <laughs> the monkey. This is a gorilla who does sign language. 
I know. I don't want to wait a minute. Him. It makes Please me Please let me tell you this. So wasn't he friends with the president? You need to let me say Coco this. the monkey. Okay, probably Coco the monkey is a very um, <laughs> is a celebrity. So and has is, is very <laughs> in an elite inclined. circle. <laughs> he he's he's been part. He's been accepted into Oprah's inner circle. Okay, or she is a she. So go with us. Let me tell the story, Laura. Listen. So Robin Williams is friends with Coco the monkey. They had a day together. She was very flirtatious with him. Listen. (gasps) Then Robin Williams Mm. passed away. And no, let me tell you, Coco's Wrangler found it necessary to sign this to Coco. Sign language, this information, communicated it to Coco. Do you want it to, can we talk about this? This is like, I always like to talk about why did the signer feel it was necessary to tell Coco that? Okay, first of all, look at what I, look at what I just sent you. I need you to react to what I just said though. Coco mourned. Well, if you look at what I sent you, you'll understand why I can't really. (laughs) Coco pose of a lifelike baby monkey doll. Look at the fourth picture. Okay, we'll post this to our Instagram. Our Instagram is uh, listen (laughs) that. So I'm looking into the eyes of this doll that's posing like a baby, like at a photo shoot wearing a pink terry cloth overshirt and what looks to be pink underwear or uh white terry cloth um boxer briefs or something to the effect and posing very like uh this okay i am going to compare the story that you just shared with me to the story of um the wiggles so the wiggles um, i know about those you know the wiggles they're australian they're children performers child performers and um two of them were a couple and it was just announced that they split, that they divorced. And the headline of the article was, how are you going to tell your children about them getting divorced? And the answer is, don't fucking tell them. Why do you need to tell your children? Like, why did the stupid uh, Coco lady have to tell Coco about Robin? It's like, you know, what mama don't know can't hurt her. <laughs> yeah, like, like if Georgie... Ha- the dog and Bruce the dog had a favorite treat at the pet store Mm. and it was like discontinued at that Mm. pet store you wouldn't be like bad find a new treat bad news dog oh my god can I please direct your attention to picture three and can you describe this these will be posted to our Instagram so um which is listen (laughs) underscore batch so l i s t e n (laughs) underscore b e t c h um, okay, so what we are looking at right now is $119.99 Canadian, Canadian oh, yeah. uh, doll, um, of a monkey doll. It's a Coco posable lifelike baby monkey doll. Um, By Linda Murray. And it has a curved arm, like it's about to scratch its head and its foot, the foot is reaching. It also has an arm. It has arms too, though. The arms like this, Laura. It's like <laughs> no. This. Look at picture three. I know, but I'm describing the whole thing. And then I'm going to get to picture three. 
So, so it's like the arm curved up to its head, then the foot is like grabbing to the stomach. It's like wearing like, I, I don't, you know, the hand, the foot is like a hand that's reaching it's, a claw. Look at these foot. little gnarled little Nails. manicured toes. Yeah, yeah. Your nail like looks good, by the way. Oh really? I just like I ripped off all my gel and painted oh. it with se. Like, oh, doesn't actually okay, look good. Yeah, like I'm, I'm getting mine done tomorrow. Um, I should get mine done too, but like. I feel more free sometimes when I don't have them done. Me too, but at the same time, I feel more disheveled. Me too. I I used to feel that way, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know, there's something really freeing about it too. And I just don't like going to the nail salon and like going through the motions and like... It's a lot. And like I hate the the, the thing that's like that that reminds me of the thing they do to your teeth at the dentist. It can be a very taxing experience. All right. So, Laura, oh. tell us a secret. <laughs> oh. Um, like, oh. like, what's your secret, like, your secret show that you watch, or, like, your secret, but I mean, like, or, like, what's your secret joy, like, like, Butterfinger or something like that? Spanking? Spanking people? Okay, that's Laura's secret. Um, that's going to tie into the episode later that we're going to discuss. That's just a, a taste, folks. Yeah, and it's not really uh, her secret, so thanks Okay, a lot. I don't know. Like, I don't really know what, like, what fun kind of secret I, I could reveal right now. I love picking my nails. Oh, well, yeah, that's why, like, I need to get my nails done, though, because, like, I pick my cuticles if and which is so bad. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, love I need to have them nails. done and then I don't touch them and then they're perfect. Yeah. Uh, and I love like secret that I like to do. I don't know. Like sometimes like when I'm feeling super reckless, I'll go to Krispy Kreme and I'll, I'll like ram like several donuts and then there's a lot of self-loathing to hear. Okay. To I can do a follow that a food. Mom's going to hear this and be like, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> so, I like ordering, uh, I love ordering from this place called Fresh Corn Grill. I always get like the half green salad and salmon and add extra salmon. Yeah, but just wait for it. Like I remember, Campbell, remember when I let you tell your Krispy Kreme story? Let me tell my story. Okay. There better be a Krispy Kreme in the salad. (laughs) (laughs) So I ordered, I always order um, a chocolate chip cookie for today Mm. and then one for tomorrow um, Mm. that I'm like supposed to have after I have the salad. Like, you know, Mm. like as dessert, but upon getting Mm. it, I always go eat the two chocolate chip cookies that are pretty big right off the bat because they're just so good. Okay. Your intentions are good, but they, you never follow through with the plan. No. And speaking of secrets, this week's episode was called secret sex. And, uh, we open on Carrie Bradshaw modeling in a nude bodysuit, and then she's in a towel, and then she's in a <laughs> naked dress. Can I just say how what? perfect, though, it was that we were talking about Coco the Monkey? Because as you're saying that, I'm still looking at this posable, like, this baby monkey, and the pose that he's making, she is exactly the same pose that Carrie was making. Oh, Are yeah. Are you seeing this? She, yeah, she was laying <laughs> on her stomach, like Coco the I Monkey. Need to, I need we're going to post it on now. Instagram. Yes, fine. Yeah, because it's it. actually, like, so, so like, touching. Look at that little, like, curled piece of baby hair fluff. Yeah, and Carrie has that also, funnily enough. 
you, it and her hair makes is like me wonder, like, did perfect. the producers of the show see this baby monkey doll and were like, wait a minute, that monkey's really sexy. It's wearing a pink outfit, pink and white <laughs> outfit that's almost yeah, like Yeah, it new. feels like a sexy little monkey it's baby. It's a sexy monkey baby. Let's make Carrie a sexy monkey baby. So <laughs> she's dressed. They're doing a photo shoot for her column. And um, because they're taking the photo that will then go on to be the classic side of the bus photo. And, um, and they do this great photo shoot. Um, at first, I'm kind of like, uh, but she looks great. And then we see her in the dress that we see uh, at the beginning of every episode. And you're like, mm-hmm. ah, yes, it looks so good. And then all the mm. gals are at Carrie. So Miranda, Charlotte, Samantha, and they're talking about they're doing kind of like a get to they're at her place again which is surprising um i'm like i guess in the first season they're always over there always there fun so they're hanging out with her as she's getting ready to um go on her first official date with big even though i feel like she's gone on a couple dates but we're calling this one yeah we've had like 40 run-ins at this point but i guess like the only date that they've attempted to have is the one that That we brought his friend along to (laughs) Yeah, but um, we've had some car rides. We've had a lot of drive bys. We've a had like, at a bar, a lot of bumping. Yeah, at the, at the bar um, mitzvah. Yeah, that There's thing. A, <laughs> yeah, at the bris. That thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So Miranda Carrie's dress and calls it mm-hmm. tits on toast, which I thought was great. But I really like that too. Well, I was gonna say. They're trying to do some 90s filming styles again. Like when she was posing on the bed, like the camera was like rocking all over the place. Like, yeah, they try to get I'm creative. I'm so glad that they clean that up as time goes on. Yeah. But I, but what I do love about this, like what I love about season one, like is it is like so classic. I don't know, like the hair that she has, like her big curly mane and I the naked dress as they call it and the fur coat. Like, that is what I think of when I think of yeah. Sex in the City. I don't think, like, of all the different iterations that she has, like, as time goes on in the no, series. No, me either. This I think is, like, that. how I always envision her, even though I know all of the growth and the changes and the storyline, yeah. how it evolves. I always think of her with that big curly head of hair, the naked dress, which is yeah. in this episode, and well, that fur coat. And, and I let me talk it. about the naked dress and the fur coat, because that's what everyone's uh-huh. wearing today. Mm. to every event like I feel That's like true I wore that to the Venice light show um, oh to, in Christmas right, last year right, right. actually my whole fall was that outfit um oh and probably this fall coming up I'll probably wear that too it's, it's very like, uh Kim Kardashian West like Kanye's um futuristic lifestyle brand of all nude colored tanks and uh but like sweeter I don't know 90s, there's just so no innocence more. attached to the uh, Kardashian clan. Yeah, I don't know why you had to bring them into this, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, I just I feel like that changes everything. Well, um, I didn't expect you to say all fall, all fall you were in the naked dress. I didn't realize you were parading around in the naked dress all fall. What I'm saying is the dress isn't that scandalous now. What what don't I love about it though? I know it's. Kind I don't of like, like it. Shapeless. Yeah, the shapelessness. But then yeah. at the it's same time, if it would have been deal. zinging tight, then it would have been like a Trash slip baggy. practically. Yeah, they make it seem like it's such a scandalous dress, but it's like so not. So Charlotte calls, says it's the naked dress, and then says that you can't sleep with him on the first date, and then Samantha says, 
that, oh, are you still following that rule book? The women who made that rule book um, are just trying to make people who can get laid feel bad. And, <laughs> and Miranda's like, don't fuck on a first date. And then, of course, Charlotte is like, the number of days you wait is proportional to your age, which I guess I was, she I means, like, you have to add up, like, the two, like, I'm 32, so do I wait five days? I thought she <laughs> meant, like, if in your, you're in your 30s, you wait three dates. If you're in your 20s, oh, you maybe. wait two dates, 40s, maybe. four dates. Okay, maybe that makes more sense. <laughs> I didn't really understand. And then I'm like, Neither maybe. did I. I, like didn't that's how I interpreted it and I was like whatever Charlotte shut the fuck up and each then are, each their own yeah um, and Samantha's and, like isn't it better to find out if the sex is good right off the bat interesting question and then Carrie just looks at them and says ladies I'm just going to dinner yeah and then she skips out of the apartment mm-hmm. and she goes <laughs> to dinner in the naked dress and she says that delayed gratification is a sign of maturity I agree with that completely I love that line me too. And it made me think about my life. Me too. Like, I feel like I was, I was thinking to myself when I talked to you about it, like, I feel like this should be like a line to live by. Because, uh, not necessarily. Well, I think though that like, once you reach a point where like, you can realize that like, well, good sacrifices, are, yes. Yeah. Sacrifices and like, you know, not eating the Krispy Kreme and having self-loathing, like having those moments where you can actually like appreciate the, um, I don't know, the restrictions that you can put on yourself is actually such a, a good life lesson instead of overindulging and then blowing it, you know? Oh, I agree. Like having ice cream like every it. night, like a tub of ice cream. <laughs> we were doing that and like, I was like, okay, we have to stop. And now we have fruit every night instead. It's like... <laughs> Okay. It <laughs> well, had just to in general in life, like restricting the amount of work that you do in favor of having like, you know, a, a happy home life or social life or whatever. Like it's all about balance. And um, I think it takes a long time to actually get the actual correct equation to that. And once you figure it out, like it brings it's 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 a good thing. Well, or like this manifestation, babe, that I listened to how she talks mm-hmm. about what are the 20 percent activities and things that you do that actually contribute the most of all to your success versus the 80% of things that you think you should be doing, but don't actually help you in any way. Mm. So she's interesting. If you haven't listened to her, check her out. She's manifestation, babe. She has a really good podcast anyway. So big, um, is in, is in, uh, the, is in the, um, taxi with her and says, um, that he's perfectly like, capable you... of mm-hmm. restraining himself. Yeah, she's like, what do you think of my dress? Yeah, he's like, interesting dress. Uh, perfectly capable of restraining myself. And then the next scene, they're on the floor together in his apartment because they just slept together. So that's a funny little shift. And then they go up for Chinese. I just want to say, though, that I feel like she was, like, feeling really good about herself, really confident. Like, she was rocking that dress. Like... She was, you know, a little bit nervous about meeting up with him because she clearly really likes him. But I feel like as soon as because she had been telling her girlfriends like, no, we're not going to we're not going to take it to the next level. I feel like there was like a lot of self self doubt instantly like her her whole energy totally shifted and she became like really insecure. Yes. And it and and I was like. 
I don't like that. And then I thought, well, is that every woman like that we are told to be a certain way? So I feel like you instinctively just start to play like a certain recording in your mind. Like, oh, that's not the order that that was supposed to go in or, oh, that's not what, Now he you won't know. respect me because I slept with him right off the bat. Right. Like that's what's told to people. Like I'm not even saying when that's other people how you shame feel. you for it too. Think about it and probably the worst of her friends. Because they think they're supposed to. Yeah. Like right. I think, I think the initial reaction, people like think that they're supposed to be like, I don't know, even like from a perspective of protection, like, oh, like, are you sure it's safe? Like, are you sure the person's oh, like, like not safe? A or... Yeah, like, how do you know? Like, yeah. instead of being, anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting. An, in, an instant spiral, an instant sort of plethora of there questions. Was. Yeah. No, I think that and, everyone probably experiences yeah. that, like, oh, God, what did I just do? Because mm. you don't really know someone until you... I feel like it takes like a long time. I feel like it takes like a year to like really know someone or not even. Some people have been married for 20 years and don't really know each other. Well, yeah. And like everybody goes through like moments in their own lives and minds where they're feeling like more uncertainty. They're feeling good about themselves. Insecurity, confidence. Yeah work can affect that weight can affect that like yeah you know like a, I don't know like I know um, how you put family onto yourself like the voices yeah. what your relationship mm-hmm. is with yourself and what but it can shift situation. even a, from a confident person's perspective I think that it can it can shift like in ways that you won't expect it like when you don't expect it Anyways, cut to the next yeah. scene. We are basically, wow, we really like covered a lot in our pre-discussion because I feel like this is your your Saturday night. So now we're at a Szechuan restaurant <gasps> and we see like steam rising. We hear like, we hear the kitchen rumbling. The and- clinking. <laughs> and like we are Yes, and we are at a restaurant. It is a very vast interior, might I add, with several round tables. And Carrie, like, this is, like, again, a theme of season one, I feel, is that she bumps into an old friend, Mike. We have never we never see him again, I don't think. They're just tools for furthering the story. <laughs> yes, more. but I don't need these tools, I don't think. But, no, because um, none of them are likable people. Right. But Skipper so, didn't surface this episode, so we should oh. be thankful for Mike Singer. I, yes, and I have a note about that coming up, but, um, (laughs) so we bump into Mike, and Mike is, uh, joined by a woman, uh, Libby, and poor Libby is looking on, waiting for the introduction, because Carrie goes over and says, hi, and he never introduces his guest. No, he seems embarrassed to be seen with her, or to see Carrie, I mean. Right, and, um, so, so, you know, something's up there, we don't know what. And now we we cut to the next scene, and we're with Miranda. Um, again, this is very New York, very '90s, very um, you know. She's kickboxing. Like we always love a good exercise class, but she um, has a man spotting her, and she kicks him in the face. <laughs> so horrifying. Oh, so typical Miranda, I say. Yeah, um, so true. And Skipper, thank God, I think is is out officially. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope. I feel like he's in seven episodes, so I guess if we're on episode Ooh. six, Uh-oh. he might surface again. Oh, I know when he does. 
Okay, never oh, mind. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so they're they're on a Does date. He get said, <laughs> Wait. Does he get hit by the bus that carries on on this? <laughs> I would. Um, okay. So I said that this character Ted reminds me of a character from Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh. He had that kind of '90s feeling to me. Or like her yeah. kid feelings, maybe um, so like Ted... overplucked eyebrows or something, like for yeah. a man. Like yeah, yeah, like, like he a quizzical me of look. Someone. Yeah, like like a su- suspicious like su- character, su- surprise, like a weird yeah. duck, like Darkwing Duck. So yeah. Ted Baker is a sports medicine doctor, and he has a place overlooking the Natural History Museum, and um, he really has had great three... location. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, nice. And three prior serious relationships. So Carrie and Miranda are at the park together on a walk. And Miranda um, has announces that she's been asked out by Ted. And then Carrie tells Miranda about the weird encounter and weird behavior she experienced with Mike. We pan to the next scene. They're at Bed Bath & Beyond, Mike and Carrie. And Mike's divulging uh, that this girl he was with at the restaurant is Libby Bieliak or Bielik or something. And he tells Carrie that she's not someone I date openly she's smart she's sweet it's a great sex but it's not who i see myself with um the story of them meeting so he was on the rebound uh he just got broken up ridiculous. with uh, three months before he felt vulnerable and libby's working at the deli that he always went to on sunday mornings it was like a ritual between him and his ex and she's the deli girl she's giving him cheese samples and then they sounded like great cheeses i know and i like i mean they make libby sound like she's so ugly but she's actually really cute she's actually yeah, pretty she, do we know her she looked familiar she looks like that triple horn she looks like janine triple horn exactly. yeah. that's what i thought she too. has that look so she's actually she does she's actually has a great okay. look so they sleep together so she, we don't know her. we don't know her she just looks like someone we know so they sleep yeah. together and he didn't find her gorgeous, so there was no pressure. So he woke up feeling at ease. And um, he was, she, she was one of the only women that he had ever felt that he could just be with. Because she was warm. Which is like the goal I, of a relationship. I know. I don't get it. Like, people are idiots. Hello. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, he was with Fiona from the Philharmonic before. So I guess he's he needs somebody where he can show them off for... I guess, like, it's a power move. Yeah, like, arm candy, like, oh, look how good I am. Look who I'm with. Blah, blah, blah. Of course you want to feel proud who you're with. But I mean, like, she's great. Like, people love cheese. What's not to love? She's warm, unpretentious, uh, best sex he's ever had. But she's not beautiful, so he keeps her a secret. And then begs the question from Carrie, was he being shallow or honest? And how many of us are having... um amazing sex with someone we are embarrassed to introduce to our friends i thought that was super sad i'm like come on I know. like what is that like i mean can you imagine if you found out someone was doing that to you if someone like was with you but they were embarrassed to introduce you to them? like that's really really i feel like I feel like now, though, with Tinder oh. and everything, like, everybody's doing these undercover, like, night jaunts, and they're just, like, going from one person to the next without having to even commit to anyone, that you don't even need to, like, worry necessarily about telling your friends who you're, like, meeting up with. Like, I feel like it's so unattached. I guess. And, like, you can be so detached from the experience versus then, like... 
I don't know. I feel like there had to be more of an initial connection. Now you can just text a little like so it's already like a detached experience right from the beginning. Yeah. And just hearing how hearing how now how people describe like talk about other human beings is like, oh, my gosh, probably if you had a friendship with them or more of a connection, you wouldn't be Mm. so fast to be so critical of them because they're a person. Like, I just don't feel like people make the deep connections. So they don't they don't value the whole person. It just made, it just kind of made me sad. Right. I, felt I sad. also read, what? I also heard recently that people on social media, they date, like they, they like, um, look for people that are quote unquote, 25% hotter than they are. Like they date up, they're all dating up. So I feel like, you who's know, do- people- who's, who's doing that? Everybody? Everybody, apparently, like, so when you're, like, you know, swiping, like, allegedly, the, um, they're saying that, like, the average person is, like, the scale of attractiveness, you are, like, typically not going to choose someone who is, quote-unquote, less attractive than you are. Then how does so anybody date always... anybody? You're like, well, that person's more attractive than me, but that person thinks I'm more attractive than them. So like, how does everyone ever come eye to eye? And beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So who's deciding who's more attractive? What if I think I'm more attractive than, than uh, Mr. 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 A, but what if Mr. C thinks I'm more attractive than him? No, and I understand. And this is how I was thinking too. But then there was a way that they're able to actually quantify it. I think why based it's on like maybe outsiders in, in Yorkville and that doctor comes in and talks about the symmetry of our faces <laughs> and tells us who's beautiful or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it was like one of those like speakers corners, like outside of oh, I Jimmy Kimmel that. kind of situation where they would like take, you know, actual, um, it was like an actual, I can't even think right now. A poll. Um, a poll. Survey? <laughs> Yeah, a bowl. Exactly. I'd love to watch that. I know. Wow. And it's like, who do you think you are? But yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, that's just another well, sad Well, people only look uh, at the profile statistic. picture on the dating apps anyway. Like mm-hmm. when Mallory came over and she let me look at her phone, she was like, are we reading the profiles? And I was like, no, no, no. We're just going to look. We're just going to get a feel. Like, I feel like it's like... Um, like it's, yeah, and people aren't reading the profiles. Nobody wants to read the profiles. But I mean, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. know. Well, and like the girls who I hung out with recently too, just taught them, oh, I'm dating this guy, I really like him, but like I hate mm-hmm. the, but then like pinpointing the physical attributes that she didn't really like. And it's kind of like, okay, but. This is so damaging. But what, are you, what, is your, what is it like when you go out? Do you feel good when you're with the person? Are you happy? What's your conversation like? Do you guys, what do you talk about? It's like, you can't go out on, like for me, like going out on a date with someone where I hate the conversation. I'm like, I don't care what you look like. I hate you. I can't, I can't, maybe I'll be your friend, but I will never, it'll be like crippling to both of us to date. And I think that's really interesting that people would like open the floor to others, like to criticize somebody's appearance. I like, agree. why would you even g- let that be an option? No, I know. Absolutely. Not. Like, I think that, like, I think that, um, that's an insecurity. You know, 
Right. Just like, like how and, he wants his uh, Philharmonic person. It, it validates right. him to the world. Which is socially. why so many people, and I believe it, like are looking for people that are more attractive. Because it makes their value go up. Yes, or exactly. Their perceived sense no, of exactly. value go up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like so the modelizers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, like, you and I are attractive people, but it doesn't mean there's any less damage. <laughs> like, I, I do a lot of work to make That's myself right. better, but, like... <laughs> I don't know. But we're still very damaged. <laughs> okay, on that note. Okay, so we've done I the cheese. <laughs> okay, we've talked about the cheese counter. We're Okay, where uh, are we now? So Carrie, Carrie also poster. says to Miranda that the dress made her do it. She was possessed by the dress, basically. Yeah. I liked that. I feel like, you know, when you put on a good outfit, like sometimes you are feeling yourself more and you are prone to like behave oh, in a I certain way. Like let's say you get your hair done. Yeah. You're like feeling really great. Like yeah. versus like yourself like rolling out of bed like after – uh, you know, you haven't washed your hair for a couple of days. You're not really going to be feeling yourself. <laughs> so, you know, she's in her little naked dress. Like I could see her kind of being taken over by the, um, by the, the feeling the of, uh, yeah. Feeling sexy. Yeah. So then we are in her apartment and we see the Carrie poster and it says Carrie Bradshaw knows good sex. I thought the poster was amazing. The the dress that she wore that led her to Big or led her to sleep with Big. So, like, it was already such an iconic dress because it's in the opening. But I always forget that that is the – that's basically, like, her first – it's so symbolic. It's the first date dress that she wears with Big, which is, like, Definitely. such a huge part of her life. I actually thought this was going to be another episode based on the first um, shot. I did, too. I didn't. I thought it was gonna be the episode where she ended up getting photographed looking like um, a wreck. Oh, you know the one that's like. I thought it was that too, or the guy yeah. who was snapping the photos of her. Um, but yeah. we shouldn't talk too much about future episodes because some people <laughs> haven't seen Sex in the City. I hope people are watching along and rewatching because it's a really fun yeah. ride. Well, some people haven't seen it, and since I've told them we've been doing this podcast, they're like, "Oh, I'll start watching it." So we should try not to give too many tidbits about the future. A lot of people that I've told are rewatching it, like pretty much like probably a hundred, maybe five hundred people. That's great and really braggy. Um, so then we go to, <laughs> then we go to um, Charlotte? Charlotte because she has a story of secret sex, which takes place with I love this. the rabbi. So she has by far like the most interesting. Um, pairings by the way like yeah. she's always paired with like the most oddball people uh, unexpected she's an oddball she is like and I like I wish we could explore that a little bit more I anyway. know like maybe there should be a spin-off called be like Charlotte charlatan or like Charlotte <laughs> I don't know um so Charlotte so he was a Hasidic folk artist from Brooklyn Shmuel she um she walks into his lair and there's all these mm. paintings everywhere. They almost have a Renaissance vibe. And she said it was so sexy, so forbidden that this Episcopalian was in the arms of one of the chosen people. That was the <laughs> yeah. line. I did not make I that know. up. No, no, I didn't <laughs> think you did. Um. <laughs> Is secret sex the ultimate form of intimacy? She goes on to say more about that, but... Um, yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't quite get it. I got it. Is secret sex the purest form 
of any relationship because it existed without judgment or was mm. another way we denied feelings and emotionally um, compartmentalized our lives. Ooh, can we unpack that a little? <laughs> I feel like we need to I take that in weird. two parts. Okay. Oh, okay. Is secret sex the purest form of intimacy mm-hmm. because it existed without judgment? Maybe. Or was it another way we denied feelings and emotionally compartmentalized our lives? So is it, is it pure because it's not touched and no one can judge it? Like, mm-hmm. so is it what, how you actually feel or is it a way that we um, are just keeping our life in compartments because we're hiding it because we have intimacy and emotional connection problems because by not publicizing it or bringing it to the world, it's like if the, the tree in the forest, if it falls and no one sees it, did it happen? Like if, um, if you don't tell people about this relationship, is it in fact a relationship? Like I think it is of course, but it's like, how do we mm-hmm. feel about that? Here, sound off, Laura, while I get to my next notes on my page. Sound off. <laughs> well, I kind of feel like qu- part A of the question and B kind of are saying the same thing, though. Okay. Thank you for that contribution. So, big <laughs> calls. And he hasn't been able to stop thinking about her. Um, and he asks for another date. He says, dinner and a movie. Maybe we'll skip the movie. But Carrie says... But we'll have the dinner because, I mean, without the dinner, then it's just a sleazy sex date, uh, which she's now afraid of. She has all those fears because of Mike, because of the naked dress, because of all the voices of her friends in her head. And now they're out walking during the day. Which isn't going to ease her mind anymore because they bump into friends of his and he, uh, he fails to introduce Carrie. So she's now feeling even more insecure <laughs> and feeling like she is also like in the same boat as poor Libby. Libby, so the cheese stressful. lady. Yeah, yeah, she panics. And then to make matters worse, they go back to Fung Wa, which makes we're her back to the Chinese the, restaurant. Yes, back where to Mike the, took Libby. <laughs> where the steam is rising, the <laughs> utensils are clinking. Are clinking. <laughs> And we're there. And again, it's a very bleak scene. We pan around and we see a lot of men that appear to be shield hiding the hiding the relationship or they're under false pretenses with women yeah. they're hiding. Yeah, she's so, disturbed and she surveys the room and she said it felt like a cheap date. And it, yes. <laughs> and why am I in such a, an obscure place? So now we go to Miranda and Ted. We're at his place. Oh, wait, wait, and... though. But, but oh. she calls Mike to tell oh, him about the situation right. yeah, okay. um, and asks why he takes Libby to Feng Hua. And oh, he's the one that he, says it's obscure. And he confirms that it's because they're not likely to be seen there. Right, right, uh-huh. right, right. Now Where we're is this? Where do we think they are? Like Canal Street? Like, are they down in Chinatown? Like, where do we think this place is? I they like could be on the Upper it, East Side. Yeah, it could really be anywhere in New York because lots of New York restaurants, especially like sushi places, will look like that. Like, mm. I know lots of places that look like, or even on the Upper West Side, it's probably on the Upper East. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like Big doesn't like really venture around the city. Like, no, and if he goes thing. there a lot, if they're right by where he lives, right, mm-hmm. they probably would go right to where. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then now we're at Miranda and Ted. Okay, so now go ahead. 
So we're at Ted's, they're in bed in the morning, 6am, he's leaving for a conference in DC, spinal conference. And um, then she decides that she's going to snoop around, she's going to ransack the apartment. And um, she finds... Wait, 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 before we go, I want you to pause. Have you ever done that to someone? Of course, but like not even really intentionally. I've like gone through people's emails, but like I haven't <laughs> gone through their apartments. Like I've like found passwords. Much less invasive. And like gone through lots of people's emails. <laughs> like if, if the opportunity like presents itself potentially, I've done it. But oh, I don't yeah. like necessarily It's always presented go- itself to me like, <laughs> like high school, university, uh, post-university. I've done it yesterday so, I've done it I've done it so hard oh. that I, and I found nothing of juice no juice only one time I found some juice. yeah yeah um but we won't talk about that but it's been so ungratifying and unfulfilling yeah I don't do like it anymore puts you in a position where you feel like you have to keep checking it and then that you totally. should be untrustworthy so yeah, she finds like, makes my body hot Okay, anyway, she finds um, an old cassette tape and it says spanked on it. (laughs) And, and like, so, okay, so it's a porn. So the next, um, next scene, we're like watching it with Carrie. But I'm thinking like, I kind of think who cares? Like, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's weirder in the 90s because like. I feel like now that everything's available online, like you don't necessarily know like what particular thing someone's looking at. But well, I it's feel none of your like fucking business, right? Like, and now that she, I don't know. Like, I I feel like that's a little bit more taboo, and I don't know if that would be as much of a storyline now because no, now I, I feel like yeah, unless he was like, I want to spank you, and like I don't know, different but even than then, her finding she it. Just let him. I'm like, I don't know. And Carrie was like, how can you judge him until you spank him? Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And Miranda doesn't want to bring it up to him, but she doesn't know if she wants to see him again. It's like, oh, whatever. right. And he asked her to go on a date that night. And she was like smitten with him when oh, he Oh, because left he's gone morning. to a conference yeah. at 6 a.m. Yeah. So he'll be back that night for a date. It's like, that's like the least, like if it was like something really, really bad, like, mm-hmm. like if it was like, like bestiality. Okay. Oh that's a problem mm. Mm. but like let him have his thing and yeah. like shut up like okay like tapping a little a little bottom with the with your hand with the palm <laughs> <laughs> so then we all go to we go to charlotte samantha and carrie they're all toasting the bus that will pass by with the poster the um, maiden um, voyage Carrie. the yeah. maiden voyage they call it yeah she's invited big but big is not there which um, i think Char- would be a weird dynamic by the way i was trying I to think envision so too. that i would never invite after one date i would never invite whoever i was dating i would not invite someone i was dating for six months because it off brand it felt it feels weird and this is where carrie starts to after really- six months you wouldn't <laughs> I like to be asked out on dates. I don't like to ask on, oh, you know, okay. things like yeah. that for the yeah. first little while. Cause I guess I'm a bit of a Charlotte in that yeah, sense, I think but one not of in the your other friends. I think one of your old friends said that you never, you've never actually initiated a phone call to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
Take it up with mom. I think it's mom who does that. So Charlotte says the reason that Big isn't there is because Carrie slept with him on the first date, um, which she kind of cuts herself off from saying, but then she goes through with it and um, says, so a relationship can never be anything more than sex. And even Samantha's like, uh-huh. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's so sad and it's so not true. And then Mike rolls up and Libby broke up with and, him. And like, that would never happen, by the way, in the future. Like, Mike, get out of there. Yeah, why would like can't can it just be the girls going to it? I thought that yeah, was super I weird. Yeah, I was like, don't do that again. Yeah, like, I don't want to see any more people that we like any of these fringe characters. Me either. They're doing so weird. things like, like Stanford this with the can girls. be there. Stanford can yeah. be there. Like I would invite like you, Anthony, Mom, and Lindsay. Yeah, <laughs> like that's who I would invite to my bus. Banner. I want to be on a bus. Do you think that you and I are going to be on a bus? Because I I really have high hopes. Well, <gasps> I would never oh ride my God. on a bus, Imagine... so the only way I'll ever be Wait. on a bus is if I'm this, on the side of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, like, I don't mean I want to ride a bus. I want to be on the side of the bus yeah, with no you shit. in the naked dress with our sex in one in the dress. city. Oh. <laughs> the same dress, but both of our heads are sticking out of it. Yes, and how, like, meta would that be that we're also on the side of the but on the side of the bus promoting our podcast Podcast. about sex in the city. That is like the same picture that she had, but both of us are in a naked dress, one naked dress together. That's what we can do as the poster for the podcast. Yes. I bet you we could Photoshop that Uh. or not. We'll get in the dress. Okay. So Mike rolls up. Libby broke up with him because she met someone who doesn't have the same issues with intimacy which is funny because Libby always kind of seemed like very hunky-dory kind of glazed over top I didn't know she had that depth to her so good for you Libby for figuring it out and then yeah, do we have a cheese pun that we could do uh cheesy she was looking to she was too gouda for him oh I see what you're doing um okay um 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 oh. try try something that rhymes with Jarlsberg <laughs> how about Havarti she was no, she I want to do she, Swiss she skis the Swiss Alps now <laughs> <laughs> just like uh Big's uh he, Big met that Big guy Cheddar. Big um, Cheddar so another kind of cheese is Baby Bell um <laughs> oh the oh I have one. the laughing cow that was mine listen Listen, so, so, la, la vache qui so the laughing cow, but guess Libby had the last laugh, not that cow. <laughs> A different la cow had the last laugh. Okay, we're done with this. We're done. Okay, Brie, you better forget about it, Brie. Brie. Breathe in and oh, breathe oh, out. She breathed out of his life. There we go. Bingo. Okay, so the bus comes. <laughs> On that note, the bus comes oh, with the poster. No. And they all go, <gasps> they all gasp because what is drawn beside her face, Laura? A penis. A penis. And they're all <laughs> upset. And then Samantha says one of the most hilarious lines. She said, nobody in New York notices a bus unless it's about to hit them. And that's how I'm hoping that, as Skipper I said goes. earlier, Skipper goes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll be that lucky. We started singing. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so Miranda. Miranda. Ted. They had a wonderful evening and meal. He missed her today, and then he says, "I guess all I needed was a good kick in the head." (laughs) And she was like, 
for a spank. And he goes, excuse me? Suddenly, like, wait, his little, says, like, cartoon face looks me. all... <laughs> and um, that's basically it. He never went back to the kickboxing class. He moved out of the city. He quit his job. <laughs> he went into the witness protection. He went wrong. Like, it was over. It was over. Um, she totally, like, could have joined them for the maiden voyage. I just love saying that. But, like, Why I feel like she could have squeezed that in because I guess she was on that date with him anyway. But that was nighttime. Um, that was a clearly an afternoon meetup. Especially it if it took place like, during yeah, a baseball event, which we learn yeah. about later. I don't know. So um, then Carrie is fueled by champagne and, um, I guess, some disparity. And, and Yeah, she decides to breeze into... Mr. Big's house and um, she's basically like going to call things off with the relationship. It's over. He hasn't called her. Like she wants nothing more to do with it. It's such a disaster and, uh, though. It's like after your first freaking date, like you're going to act this nuts. It's like, no wonder. I mean, get your she shit together. Straight for like his home bar uh, proceeds to like pour copious amounts of uh, a beverage into a, into her glass and it's like swishing and swaying everywhere it's flying all over the place he looks confused she's woken him up yeah and she's like if you're embarrassed or ashamed to be with me in any way we can no longer see each other um she was in her head she was thinking she wore the naked dress she slept with him too fast there's the penis on the buzz in her mind she's a total prostitute even though she's not at all then big is like what and she says, you won't introduce me to friends. You took me to Feng Wu, which Mike has told her is the restaurant where you don't want people to see you with the woman. And you won't come to meet my friends, a.k.a. the Maiden's Voyage uh, bus toast. <laughs> and um, she says, it's a niche. It's a particular fragment. And then Big responds... He's like, baby, I didn't, baby, first of all, I didn't remember my friend's name, so that must be Alzheimer's. And uh, what was the other thing that he, and um, that this afternoon I, I love faux so what can I say? I love the food. No, it's the best in the city. And it's the best in the city. And, and that's all, folks. <laughs> uh, no, and then he says, this afternoon I had courtside tickets for the Knicks. Mm, and then he right, says, right. say that again. And that's all, folks. <laughs> and Carrie says that she's in her head internally. She says she should have felt joy, but instead she felt fear. And then I, she says this, and this reminds me of you for some oh. reason. So, uh, so you and me, maybe this is for real. <laughs> and then he grabs her and kisses her, and we know he's going to say something good. And all smoothly, he's like, could be. It's just so fun. It's so like Audrey Hepburn and it is Carrie Brand. He picks her up, her and her tiny little body, little body, and they swagger backwards into the bedroom, and that's yeah. credits. That's the end. Yeah. Okay. It was so, good. What did you think of it overall? Um, I I just don't like um Ted. He just kind of like weirds me out like a weird puppet. Um, yeah, like I'm getting ready. Like I'm getting ready. Like or I'm looking forward to like the episodes in the future where we're like uh, more into the core like main players and not like all these fringe people me too i like that too because i feel yeah. like we know them and we want to have that relationship with them i'm excited too so now we're yes. going to read a couple dating disaster stories that are actually new york specific 
So um, we're going to start with, uh, do you have it open on yours? Uh, I am there. So scroll yeah. down past the, um, the what, 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 read the preamble and then we'll act it out and I'll play the part of him and you'll play the part of me. So I'll read the first. So we're doing Kirsten Upper East Side. And then it says, we all know that meeting in NYC can be difficult. And since I have lost count of the numerous people I know that I have met on JDate or Match.com, I signed myself up on a dating site. I was seriously looking for a nice down-to-earth guy that had similar interests and was looking for a nice normal girl. Isn't everybody? This is an ex- expert of an email that I sent to all my friends after the date from hell. What a waste of precious time. So profile, Mr. McSteamy. Wants children? You can do the responses. Want yes. College? Cornell. Works in? Finance. Drinking? Socially. Salary? I'll tell you later. What he wants? Five feet to five foot nine, smart, inquisitive, fun looking loving girl to share his life with we met at a coffee shop in union square i'll play the part of him hey so tell me about yourself what would you like to drink what do you normally drink at brunch me i normally drink champagne but i heard the mojitos are great here so i'll do i'll go with that i'm on my fourth cup of coffee oh rough night last night yeah so what else what else um and then internally, he kept saying, what else? Like, hurry the convo or something. It was really weird. Uh, do you know anything? OMG, look behind you. I've been trying to figure out these people since I got here. Hmm, interesting group. It looks like they're DJs. So what else? Where do you go to the gym? I go to NYSC. Uh, Sports Club LA. I used to go to NYCSC, but I live right next to LA. Oh, strippers work out for a discount there, don't they? I guess it makes sense. Get a little workout in, go right to work in your little outfit. What do you think about that? Um, About what? Again, internally. Honestly, I had to play dumb at this point because I knew this guy was weird. That life, you know, being a stripper, getting a discount in the gym. How cool would it be to work out and go straight to work? Um, Internally. Is this guy really asking me these questions? How am I supposed to respond to this? So what else? Your turn. Um, I hate moments of silence. So tell me about reality shows you watch. Oh, uh, Frankel. Uh, I like The Voice. Do you watch Idol? Nah, I like The Voice. It's di- they don't judge you and the judges don't face the singers. Should we turn around? <laughs> I'm going to use roll. the little boys room. When I come back, it's your turn to ask me questions. Oh, God. And then again, internally, I roll. I'm exhausted. What is with this what else? Why can't he let the conversation just flow? Okay, um, what do you got? Um, but before I could get a word in. Okay, let's do this. What's the capital of Albany? Name three hockey teams in New York. When is the election this year? Who ran against Obama? How was Kennedy killed? Where did Jackie O go after he was killed? Who killed JFK? Who killed the guy that killed JFK? Name three presidents that were assassinated. Who killed Lincoln? Name four oceans. How tall are you on a good day? How many inches are you? How many ounces in a liter? In a Coke can? What weighs more, 100 pounds of gold or 100 pounds of feathers? If you were a stripper, what song would you come out to? How much would you charge for a lap dance? What if it were for your friend? How long would your dance be? If you could make love to a Yankee player, who would it be? 
Name five Yankees, two Mets. What color is a mango? What rhymes with orange? What's 1,000 minus 900 plus 200? If you fell off your chair, at what velocity would you fall? If you walked down a red carpet, what designer would you wear? Why? Name five rounds of shoes. No, 10. I made it 10 now. How do you make a Long Island iced tea? Screwdriver. What's another name for a rooster? If a train were going 30 miles per hour, how long would it take to get to Washington, D.C.? Name five malt liquors, five beers. How much do you have if you gave 13 quarters? If your tab was two ninety nine, what would 1075 tax be? How many in a baker's dozen? And now That's right. Rapid fire questions, and I answer all of them like a jerk. Some people <laughs> ask why I answered all those questions, but sometimes these stupid dates make great stories, so I went along with it. Who has all those questions in their head? According to him, I scored 60 on my test, a big fat D. I know one day Ashton Kutcher is going to reveal himself and tell me that my whole dating life is a big punked episode. Uh, you could, you just can't make this stuff or this stuff up. I don't know if this is my best worst date. They are all absolutely horrendous. Only in NYC can we comment on this? Yeah, I think we only have to do this one anyway. Yeah, let's talk about it. I just want to say that, like, I feel like maybe she was really. Um, a bummer. Or, I kind of yeah. was feeling that too as it went out. Ooh. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, is this what people think I'm like on when I get together with them in right, friendship exactly. capacities? I was feeling that too because like I am inquisitive and I do expect like the person that I'm with to also bring stuff to the table and reciprocate. Oh my god! I yeah, know. I was thinking. I was like, I wonder. Maybe this email she wrote is the most interesting thing about her. I think so too. And I was also <laughs> thinking like wait a minute, what if it's someone I know who went on this date? I know someone who asked lots of questions. And I was also like, oh my God, like I, I ask so many questions when I go out with my friends and on dates and no one ever asks me questions back. They think I'm being yeah. nosy and prying. It's like, all I want is like, all these questions are actually fun questions. And he was probably like bored out of his mind or maybe he was coked up and he had four and also, this, well, yeah, that's a different story. Like, if he was like jittery and like staring around, but if, he but if he's like just an stuff. intrigued, like interesting kind of person and quirky, like this is like well, the aspect that we're not Kennedys, getting, and that's so interesting. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're talking we're about Albany. We're talking about, like, about Obama. He, we're talking about uh -huh. who killed JFK. We're talking about like these are. This is like really interesting. Yeah, we're not like talking about like how he's emoting this. Like, is he shaking? Is he cross-eyed? Like, yeah. is he staring? Like. Is like I want to know, or is he interesting? Well, and also she's the, like really like. By the way, I don't love the voice. I'm more of an American Idol fan, so that was a red flag. He, for me. he, he liked American Idol. Yes, yes. I thought and that she too. Liked the voice, I thought that and too. I, I don't like, like oh. the voice. Yeah, and like no, I like that if you bleak. were a stripper, what song would you come out to? I think that's yeah, actually fun. a really fun question. Yeah, um, what, what song would you, would you come, come out, out to? to? I'd come out to Thunder, da 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 da. Thunder, thunder, or or like um 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 uh, uh um like the hamster dance. What's that? Oh, that's what I had a feeling. You'd have to be moving really quickly. What would I come to? A bitty bitty bumba, bitty 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 bumba, aye aye aye, gongo that's a good one. <laughs> no, I don't know. What would it be? Oh. I like the first thing I thought of was I will survive, but that seems like traumatic <laughs> for like a... <laughs> I don't know what I, oh, I you have know to... what songs would be good are those like old nineties like 
Just pour some sugar on me. I feel like that is very strippery club, though. Like already, like yeah, like you want to be the unique stripper. Well, yeah, like (laughs) maybe like I'm doing. I want to dance with somebody. I want to be the key. You know what? It also be good as Ascension Millennium, the Corey Feldman song. Oh, Ascension. <laughs> Welcome to the drums of anything you can become. Or what about Spiced Up Your Life? Oh, that's la, perfect. La, 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 or if you did like a really slow one to like Viva Forever. To become one. To, to become, become one. one. I need someone <laughs> like I've never before. Oh, oh boy. I'm bringing sexy oh, back. That would back. be cool. Okay, anyway. And then you have to, like, you have to quickly turn around and show your rear. We have a lot of choices for our stripper debut now. Yeah, please write in, people, if you're... Oh, uh, what would your stripper with, debut be? Yeah. Emma, do you know how to make a Long Island iced tea? And what color is a mango? And have you ever been to a debut in the Philippines or of a <laughs> Filipino friend? Um, yes. Manny from Also, the we should just give credit to this um, article because we should continue reading it. Like, I, I so it's so Refinery29. Yeah. It's NYC's Eight Worst Dating Nightmares. Don't read ahead, though. We're going to read them. But we just want to give credit to the writer. That's Christian uh, La Liberté, dare I say, or Lallybert. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, I feel like it's a French in origin, so it should be yeah. La Liberté. And the artwork um, is by Blake Wright, which you won't yeah. see. So because you 2011, be... so this yeah. is a, a while back. But let's keep this um, alive. Let's keep this open for future combo because I feel like that's good. But yeah, I don't like know. I like I understand how this girl is trying to come off, and like I, I mean, appreciate like, how did she that. Time but... to write this email to her pals. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I would be like, let's get together and talk about it. I don't know. I guess we're doing this podcast. I would send so a soon. voice memo anyway. <laughs> totally. Okay, um, well, this was fun. I can't believe fun. we have already done six. So yeah. um, Sweet looking six forward six. to seeing you guys next week. And, um, and oh, it's been real, everybody. It's been real. And if you have any uh, dating stories, please send them to uh, our Instagram direct message listen underscore betch l-i-s-t-e-n underscore b-e-t-c-h or you can email us at listens betch at gmail.com and that's l-i-s-t-e-n-s b-e-t-c-h at gmail.com okay thank you oh wait you. wait let me say one uh, more thing did you, like everybody should watch the new movie sierra burgess is a loser or a big loser it's really good it's on netflix Cool. I'm going to watch it right now. You should. I'm not going. Okay. I love oh. you. Okay. okay. Bye, everybody. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.